It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single, mismatched, multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. You catch yourself and hang in the air, casting silvery light down over gently lapping water. The water smells foul. It's stagnant and has been here for a long time, and you can see ring marks on the walls where it's gradually descended. This whole room would have been filled to the brim originally by the looks of it, but is now decreased over the years, so you have a decent sized area in which to float. Lorelei! You see a flash of orange behind you as Tali shoots out into the air. There's another flash of orange and then she too hangs beside you because she just cast the spell fly. We probably need to work out how to help the others not fall in there. They won't be happy about that. Um, do you have like magic net? Is that a thing? She opens her mouth to reply, but then crick comes barreling out before you have time to say anything else. Um, Let's go! (laughs) If I I hear him coming, can I just be like, catch him, catch him, catch him! (laughs) Okay. uh, uh, (laughs) Two Araswati trying to catch a very big human man. With a love. (laughs) Okay. Oh my god. Uh, We're going to need to roll a joint athletics check. I don't think this is going to go particularly well. It's 100% is not. 17. Yeah, Tali rolled a 6. Okay, so Tali hasn't had time to turn around, basically, before Mitchell comes at you feet first. Um, I'm going to say with a 6, his feet, like one of his feet plows into her shoulder and she yells and spins like a top in the air. She managed to, like, she grabs on to his sleeve but doesn't manage to arrest his momentum. Are you rolled a 17? I think we would have needed both of them to save to carry him because he's so much bigger than you guys. So I think you managed to slow him down, but Crick, you still catch a face full of water. You have time to think, oh, thank goodness I've got a handy waterproofing layer on my metal arm that would otherwise hurt me, and then Schlurp is landing on top of you. Oh, no! no. (laughs) Wait, um, I want to cast Levitate on myself. Okay. Thing is, this is a sorcerer spell, so... Oh, fun. Thing is, I think they see them barreling towards water, that'll be their instinct, just like, shit, want to not hit water. Um, so I'm going to just quickly roll this. Rolled 14, so we're all good. We're all good. Um, yeah, so I just kind of, I, I think I just kind of stopped just before I hit the water. I'm just kind of float there. Oh, hello. Levitate, you can't, you control your up down, but not your side to side. So I think I'm just going to sort of drag Schlurp, <laughs> away, very quickly drag Schlurp away from the shoot. Yeah, Tali pushes um, Crick kind of disdainfully with her foot on his head to get him out of the way of the shoot. Oi! Would you like your friends to plow into your skull? And she pushes you out of the way in time for Corral or Faraday? Faraday. Can I try and catch Faraday? Faraday is much smaller than Crick. She's still three times your size, but you can attempt. Tali's not going to help this time. <gasps> she doesn't like Faraday. No. I would not be able to cast levitate again anyway. 
uh, that's only a seven. Like, no. Water, 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 water. So Corel's coming right in after Pharaoh. Yeah. Doesn't know what other people are going to be doing. So they are going to go with a familiar strategy and try to wrap themselves around Faraday as they're falling. Could I have a deck save to try and grab Faraday? Okay. I don't know what I did wrong. I just offered to, like, you know, <laughs> mercy kill. <laughs> uh, 23. Okay, with the 23, Corel, as you come shooting out of the, if you, as you come jetting out of the shoot after Faraday, you gra- you see what's ha- what's coming and you grab the back of her jacket and haul her into your arms and kind of pill bug your body around her in time for both of you to impact with a huge splash, which immediately drenches Mitchell again. Uh, Crick, you get a full nose, no, a whole nose full of stagnant, stinky water. Ugh. So Fantastic. we're left, we're left with Lorelei, Tali, and Schlurp in the air, Corel and Crick and Faraday in the water. Was there any falling damage? Uh, I think you two hit at full speed, didn't you? So I think there will be a bit. I mean, of I'm hoping damage. I reduced it for Faraday. Yes. That that was the idea. Okay, Faraday. I'll have Faraday take halved. And Corel will take full. Corel, you take 23 points of bludgeoning damage when you impact with the water. Faraday, you take half of that rounded down. So I'm just going to do a third level cure wounds on Corel. 16. Okay. Can we see anything in this room? It's very dark. You can see what Tali and Lorelei's glow illuminates. Um, Um, What can I see? Um, you can see that you're in another passageway. This one is round, cylindrical, and I would say that your dark vision is enough to realize that you're in some kind of, not a sewer, but definitely some kind of underground canal system, given by the fact that above ground, the city had dried up waterways and canals on its east side. You can assume that this is some way of managing those levels or connecting to them from the palace building. Okay. It's almost a perfect cylinder, this tunnel, with smooth, slippery bricks and over half full of water. There's like the dim glass sockets that maybe would have been service lights once upon a time, but there's no there's no light or flicker to them. There's not much sign of damage here either, like the civil war, the fight that happened above doesn't seem to have reached this place, or at least you don't see any signs of it above the water. The water is too opaque for you to see beneath the surface. Would I be able to do a perception, another perception check, just to listen? Get everyone to be as, like, Corel might not be able to because of Pelton, but um, everyone to just float on their back in the water. Yeah, Corel's not having a nice time in the water. They're Um, floundering a bit. And be as quiet as possible to see if we hear anything else down here. Go ahead. 20. The cylinder funnels and amplifies sounds like your own breathing, the splashing of Corel's many legs, and just makes them eerie and stretched and unsettling. You don't you don't hear anything besides like the rest of the city is eerily quiet and empty. I guess after that I go to Corel and I'm like, I'm very sorry. I just wanted to get this over with. I can't carry you, obviously, but I can maybe tie a rope and then sort of, like, help you along. That sounds good. Uh, Faraday? Yeah, I'm on it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, like, swimming behind and then gonna clip the helmet back on. You could see visible 
tension just release from Corel. As touching as it is, the idea of helping them to becoming humans, well, into becoming sentient speedboats, given that two of our number can currently fly at quite some speed, surely it would make sense to use us to scout ahead. Uh, I can only go at 20 feet per round, so I can't keep up with you, I'm afraid. I could slow down to be at your speed. <gasps> Corel, it, it's still a slightly dazed and with the sort of full, sort of the Tali stuff in their brain, just goes a, a little, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tali's like markings stutter and she goes, I, it, it, I don't think yeah. your friends would trust me to go off by myself and you can fly and I can fly. Lorelei, Tali looks at you a little nervous and then hesitates but holds out a hand. Lorelei looks back at her friends and is like and puts her hand out. <laughs> Tali takes it and the two of you swoop off into the darkness. We'll take Tali and Lorelei first. If that's alright with you yeah. guys. Oh, I want to hear these gay adventures. I mean, you can see me from a distance. I'm like a little little lantern in the distance. Not when the tunnel curves, they can't. Oh. Ooh. And I guess we go ahead. Can I do the perception check first? <laughs> Give me some time to think. <laughs> you could do a perception check, yes, as you're flying into the darkness, hand in hand. 26. As the two of you saw down the tunnel, creating a wake of black water behind you like a v-shape of it Lorelei, you start to notice little signs of the city above like like i said before the combat doesn't seem to have spilled over down here but you every now and again you can see patches of cracked brickwork from impacts or explosions above and you can see tunnel mouths which open into this one which are blocked or piled high with rubble at one point, the water below you swirls in a vortex, presumably descending through some kind of blockage. I'll just turn around and shout back, There's rapids down here! Here, here, here! Well, I hope that made you feel better, because I don't think they heard you. Um, fuck. Um, not fuck you, but also yes, fuck you, ten years! Oh, by later did you mean now? good a time as any yes well we're trying to find an exit from a tunnel system full of water perfect timing what else do you want to talk about do you want to float along in silence what have you been up to (laughs) (laughs) doing what i actually everyone said they left the planet to do yes you've found the map piece and spent five years not particularly having the best time whilst doing it and then i made some friends who i like who you hate and don't particularly like you and it's honestly stressing me the fuck out right now in my defense you have to admit that the unlikeliness of you becoming friends with them given my history with you and my history with them is really fucking annoying. Well, 
if there's anything I've learned about the wider galaxy is that weird shit happens and you just kind of have to deal with it. You reminded me of Edna for a second there. Don't say that. She wanted to get an edible smoothie cup. I can understand that. <laughs> I know, but she always does. She's always at her most flamboyant at the most inconvenient of times. She kept on flying with Corel's not dad. Sort of dad. She's a lot. She is, but you love her. I do. So even though she's a lot, you enjoy having her in your life. Yes. Are you talking about yourself right now? No. <laughs> Baby. I'm I'm good at a lot of things. Not being modest, but I've never been good at talking about this or with you. I'm older, but I always I've always felt like I'm following you in a way. <laughs> Fuck, seriously. Seriously. You're older and you shine like the fucking sun. I shine like a stoplight. <laughs> we don't have... I should sort of look at her like, we don't have stoplights on chorus. <laughs> uh, no, you shone like the sun and I was a flower that didn't have any choice but to look. Moth, you're not a flower. No, I'm every single fucking star. And I think I needed the time to realize that we needed to not be us for a while. But I wish it hadn't happened the way that it did because you just left. And I understand I was making you wait. And if you told me you needed to go and I could meet you, Whilst we were out here in wherever the fuck you were, then that would have been okay. She's shaking her head and she goes, making me wait? Lorelei, that's... I didn't... I didn't want to leave. Like, you didn't want to leave me or you didn't want to leave Chorus at all? Either. You never wanted to leave Chorus. I love Chorus. I love the trees and the forests and the stupid plants that want to eat us. I love Edna's tip leaf. I love the fact that she has 56 varieties in her cupboard and no room for bread. <laughs> her latest spouse has made her get a bread bin. It's very convenient. Good for them. But, <laughs> Lorelei, I, I love Chorus. I love... Chorus. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Lorelei... Because Lorelei doesn't look quite like Lorelei now. She just like looks like sort of an amorphous, deer-shaped nebula. Um, just sort of raises her smoky nebula eyebrows. And is like, hmm, Chorus, yes. Um... Then, if you hadn't left when you did, would you have been leaving because I wanted to? Would us going to find the map piece, would you have just done it for, for me? Lorelei, I would have done anything for you. <gasps> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. Mm. 
I... Then... Was you leaving, was that for me too? Or... Why did you go? Because when I was 19, a monster took up residence inside my head and told me that one day I would kill you. I think when she's particularly emotional, the nebula starts going inside her when she's in her starry form, just starts going faster and faster and faster and faster. And as she's trying to process this, Tali can ju- all Tali can really see is stars being born and dying in seconds and just complete lack of control and understanding I want to say you could have told me but we were kids and that would have been weird as shit I want to say you could have told my grandma which you probably could have but she's as established a lot I've never seen them but I'm pretty sure she has stuff like this too Uh, I gesture to our hands held together Um, I'm not sure what flavour but there's a reason she's lived so long but, fuck, I don't know what to say to that. I'm sorry. I know I've done, well, no, I have done things wrong in my life, and but I understand that this isn't my fault, but I am very sorry for just the whole situation. I wouldn't. I know at the time I wouldn't have been able to deal with that, but I'm so sorry you had to deal with it alone. You didn't deserve that. And it doesn't have to be true. Well, if anyone can fuck with destiny, it's your friends. Lorelei, I am my own person. I am who I made myself. I don't regret the Corsairs. And I don't regret leaving. I wish I could say that I would do it differently. But I don't know that I would. What I know now is that it's been 10 years and it's been a long time. Yeah, it has. Um, I have an entire girlfriend who is not you. Damini, yes, I know all about her. In a, in, a, in a normal healthy way. <laughs> in a you totally didn't stalk her on the internet kind of way? No! I sent someone to look her up. Oh my god. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> oh, of course you did. Was it, was it one of um, my cousins who miraculously turned up about 16 months after I found the map piece? Maybe. Maybe. I'm happy for you. She seems lovely. If I'm the stars, she is Chorus. She is the trees and the angry plants and the stream next to the house I grew up in. She keeps me grounded and makes me remember that even when everything, literally everything, is going wrong 
even if we can't stop the end of the world, I have somewhere to be at the end. I'm really, truly happy for you both. Although I, I do question, do you just have the one move you pull with pretty girls? And she touches her horns. Um, because <laughs> I, I noticed, I noticed she has her own set of fancy Lorelei made horns. There's only been two, my whole life. No one else, just just you two. I'm. I uh, love you. <gasps> I don't need to hear it. I don't want to know, honestly. But I needed to say it. I think. Tell me if this is too much to ask, but after this, come home. Come back to Chorus for a little while. You have family there too, it's not just about me. Your father is very much not there, but you have cousins. And it just because it's my home doesn't mean it can't also be yours. I'll think about it. That's if uh, Nipponi hasn't burnt down without me there. Lorelei? Yeah? Is that a hand? Schlurp, you're floating near the ceiling, tethered to Crick, watching them tread water below you. And long minutes pass. I think you guys made noise about heading slowly after the others didn't you i think so yeah yeah i was gonna use control water to have the water push yeah. us rather than having to split okay mm. so faraday's using control water so you're treading water you're kind of treading in place as the water gently pushes you onwards creating a smooth shallow wave that laps against the wall as you pass i like those slow rapids and water parks like the slow rapids yeah. in water parks. As Corel, uh, sorry, Schlurp, as you're being towed along, you're just kind of seeing, you're very close to the lights, that bro the broken lights. So you're kind of seeing them pass one at a time, slowly going one, two, three. It's very quiet. It's very still. And to those of you who can smell, it smells foul. In what way? It smells like rot. Rotting what? Smells like rot. <laughs> I'm just saying Corel has different standards of what smells bad. <laughs> it smells like rotten wood and wet stone and dead things. Ten minutes later, two pinpricks of light appear in the distance, flying towards you are Lorelei and Tali. One silver, one orange. And hanging between them, dragging through the water, leaving foaming white waves behind them, is a figure. Slumped, eyes closed, but not a body, not a corpse, still and silent, but alive. The two of them close the gap between you and then stop and you can see this figure closely now you see a smooth dolphin-like beak a crest of coral-like spines blue-black skin silver scars old dented armor 
she's, she's, she's alive. Yeah, I, um, she was locked away in the same way that Egg was, and Lorelei holds up her left hand and shows another glowing mark on it. Oh, boy. Do we wake her up? Um, I was thinking, let's leave. We should first. get out. Yes, yeah, we should get out good. of the water and the dark tunnels. Did, yeah. did you see? To... An, did you see an end to the tunnels, or did you just find her? Yes, it's... same sign of the um the Epelta like figure. Talia mm. shakes her head and she just goes. Everything was collapsed there, and wrecked. I think maybe one of the blasts, like what we saw in the city above happened right over her but it was it was ruined there and then she tilts her head and just goes though thinking about where it was that might be the reason why the waterways above are dry what do you mean it looked like an important place maybe where the water flows from these storage areas into the city ah it's a miracle anything was there did we see anywhere we could leave from no are we going to have to go back the way we came? Yes. Oh, we're going to go up, back up that pipe. Lorelei looks at Tali and is like, I don't have much longer left. I've had to go into my second starry form. Do you have the resources to help us all fly up that tunnel? Because otherwise this is going to take us a long, long time. So... Um, Levitate only lasts ten minutes. Oh yeah, I've just checked. You've fully gone plop. I've got, I've gone, I've gone sploosh into the water by now. Tali looks at you for a long second, but the conversation you had in the tunnel, this whole sad, watery adventure, something's changed, and she just gently nods and just goes, "I can, I can get five of you in I... the air." I can use polymorph on myself or someone else. <laughs> so if you polymorph Corel to be a mouse, I guess, if one of us carries them, then Mitchell can carry Septiva and the rest of us can fly by ourselves. So that's four of us. Because um, I, can, I can fly myself up. I've got just enough time. I only ask this because I have all the Tarly stuff in my brain. Mm-hmm. Watching them talk, can I do an insight check to tell if something has changed? Yeah, go ahead. Natural 20. <gasps> <Yes>. <laughs> yes. Uh, with a natural 20. Okay, with a nat 20 and the knowledge of Tarly's life, Corel, you look between them and you're like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no, they're gay. And I think you want. I can see it happening. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I think you you understand that they've talked. With a Nat 20, you can see that Tali loves her. And that maybe she's told Lorelei about it and Lorelei didn't hate it. Schlepp, from Tali, you can feel uncertainty she doesn't feel terrified like she did before she feels uncertain and a little bit swimmy and there's right. a little bit of nervous hope in that Aww. all right let's get out of here <laughs> tali spreads her hands out well tali spreads her free hand out across you all and 
you feel your bodies lighten and you're able to rise out of the water. As I rise, I want to make eye contact with Tali. And uh, you've been turned into a mouse. mouse. Make eye contact I, as oh, a mouse. I, oh, I didn't. Was I a mouse already? When did I become a mouse? Oh, that's you're true. Not, you're we... not getting flight cast on you. All right, sorry. It seemed like you were gesturing to everyone. <laughs> sorry, I I've thought to pan the change without my realizing. Necro, you're a mouse. Well, I'll wait. Am I a mouse now? Or, or, am I already a mouse? <laughs> um, you have a couple seconds before you're a mouse. Okay, just in those seconds, I want to make eye contact with Tali. And I just... I, with the Netflix, and I communicate to Tali with some look that I know. Wiggly eyebrows. Wiggly eyebrows! You give Tali slight crazy eyes, and she just goes... Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what out loud? This is Tali. Of yeah, course. she goes out loud. And I look at her and I'm like, "What? Nothing. It's fine." And then she looks at you with some satisfaction, Corell, as you turn into a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Let's go up this tunnel. Yeah, let's go. Let's Zoom. do it. Um, Crick. Lorelei and Tali pass Septiva into your arms. Um, she's very heavy for her size. A bit like a Namazir, very dense boned, like most aquatic creatures are. Her skin is cold to the touch, and she's breathing in long, slow drags. It's quite strange to hold her, because she's so different to anything you've seen, and to the other creatures you've seen, the other beings you've seen from the previous trade galaxy. Fatherly instincts activated? <laughs> no, I think as you're holding her, you realize that she's older than you think you would have pegged her as originally. Oh. Like, she's a lot younger than her father than her father had been in, in, in the ghost in the ghostly vision. But I I would say that holding her, looking at her, you would peg her as being close to adulthood. Maybe you'd guess her at being the equivalent of like 18, 19. Don't need strength to check. Uh, yeah, Romeo Athletics. Oh, man. I'm killing it. Killing it. 27. No, nice. 28. Very nice. With a 28, you settle Septiva a little bit more firmly into your arms and follow the rest of your friends and Tali. Tali looks to the doorway and is like, Shall we go? Do you want to like look around more? Is there anything else to see? Um, it's a whole city full big, of big something. Pal big if palace. Green. I write your. Oh yeah. That took me such a second to understand. <laughs> I think if we start looking, we won't stop for hours, and we have an entire living person to get somewhere safe. Yeah, that's a. That's a fair point. Are we gonna turn Corral back? Yeah. Okay. Um, I throw him and then I drop concentration. <laughs> Wait, you throw him? Yes. So I just go <laughs> tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why like that? <laughs> I think Faraday just starts crying. Oh. Oh. And if Slurp can feel it, it's like. It's like feeling lost in a snowstorm and everything is just blurred. Or like being on a rocky plain full of holes just everywhere. And like she's trying not to cry in front of Tali, but it's 
been a long time. I want to be done now. I would like for this to be over, but it's not. And Lorelei, you asked if I was okay, but I'm not okay. <laughs> because Corel and I saw the end of everything. Literally everything. Corel at that point does come over and just sort of puts a hand on the shoulder. How do you live with that? How do you live with corpse piles and seeing people fight and die and seeing the worst of humanity and people search their whole lives for the meaning of life and yet I think we stumbled upon it, Corel. I think when we stood there where Aliula was and Schlurp, she seems amazing. I think that's it. And I feel too young and too small to know what it is, but she stood there at the end, knowing that it was it, and she still gave everything she had to try and protect and care for other people. And she was so brave, and she wrote this song that no one is going to hear. And I think that maybe people should hear it. Anyway, I guess that's the point, isn't it? It's to look out for other people. I just hope that when we get to it, I can be like that. Also, I'd really like to be out of this fucking hole now, please. As soon as Faraday finishes talking, Corel just pulls her into a hug. I hug from the other side. <laughs> she is sandwiched. Yes, I think we, we need to, to uh, leave. Yes. And then pick ourselves up from there. Out. Out is good. Let's go. Sorry, I didn't mean to do... <laughs> It's not the first time that the group of heroes, known to most as the heroes of Yentao, but to an ever-increasing but still small number as the Space Squad, have exited a broken city after a harrowing ordeal. And it probably won't be the last, but you do it together, and you carry with you someone who might just be the key to stopping what happened here from ever happening again. It's not triumphant. It's not spectacular. It's just you walking through the ruins together, knowing when to help each other over a broken bit of masonry, communicating with eyes rather than words when you glance at the amphitheater. It's you and your relationships to each other. And that's more epic than any kind of battle could ever be. We find you back at the water's edge in the south of the city with its ruined buildings blue and cold above you the submarine moth is bobbing gently in place and septiva sanctuavi is lying on her back on the ground eyes closed what do you do next do we want to wake up septiva in a sterile spaceship that she'll know nothing of or in an environment that she at least vaguely recognizes I don't know if she wants to see it in this state. Yeah. But she might know another way out. Oh, that's a good point. Who wants to be ambassador? Well, you know, it's technically my job description. But in terms of who should speak to her first, of all of us, who do you think she'll be most familiar with? 
No one. No, Corel. 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 A pelter. Yeah. Hmm. Will she even be able to understand us? Tongues. Yeah. So she'll be able to understand one of us. I would. Yes. But given the point you made, I'd like to try tech it first. Ooh. Okay. Um, If if that doesn't work, I'm standing by. I know there's a horse, but this is very interesting in an anthropological sense. That's how we're going to wake her up. (laughs) Oh, Um, I guess we just need to heal her. Is she just unconscious? She just seems kind of trance-like, like breathing very slowly. Um, there's no, there's no grievous wound or anything. It's like she's asleep. Can I try playing the song that I heard from who I know I probably knew now is Eula that like I heard when I was doing the stuff with the Deep Keeper? Can I try playing some of that music to t- see if that could rouse her? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know which one I'm playing, but like I'll get out my I don't know what instrument, my violin, and I'll start. Uh, it was the one about like meeting friends after a long time after. I've been a whole, alone my whole life. That yeah. one. What instrument do you use? I think maybe like they kind of get the violin, they get and they kind of b- take the what do you call it, the bow? Yeah, the violin. Yeah. But then like they kind of think, and then they th- consider the pick, and like they try to start like experimenting with it, and they kind of try plucking out the song on the violin you take the pick and you set it to the strings of your violin and you gently start to pluck your way through the song you heard strangled in the heart of the deep keeper in the heart of a mass of warped and tangled and ruined souls and she twitches in place and then stirs her eyelids rise and you see lime green eyes with horizontal pupils hazy at first but then sharpening her eyes wander at first and then come to you Schlerp, and there's a crease of confusion in her brow like you're not who she was expecting to see mm. and then awareness starts to flood into her face and she looks around and rolls to her feet in in like an explosion of movement and she kind of reaches for her back and finds no weapon there and instead brings her hands up as fists she looks around at all of you in fear until she lands on Corel and she does a double take and then zeroes in on them and just goes, Where is he? How do I understand? She's speaking Tekkit. Oh. Nice. Grell goes, Where is. Where is he? What have you done to him? Sorry, we're dealing with, with limited context ourselves. He was We're-... hurt. He was hurt. I think he was dying. And she shakes her head we... in frustration. She goes, he who guides, uh, where is Lord Theresial? That was a question I was going to ask you <laughs> later on, I'll be honest. What? We don't know, but we are stuck in here, and we would be ever so grateful if you could lend us our assistance, and in turn we will lend you whatever assistance you need. Corel, she's not looking at you as you're speaking, because she's looking up at the city 
and she takes a staggering step backwards and just goes, Oh, oh, oh God. I, I try and pull her attention back. It's, yes. How long has it been? I wanted to make a very quick insight check if to see whether I think honesty or tactfulness in that <laughs> on that point would be more wise. From <gasps> twenty. Oh yes. Man. Oh Duncan. Duncan. I'm getting some very nice natural twenties. <laughs> <laughs> You've had seconds to get to know Septiva Sanctuavi. But in those seconds, I think you can already see something of a measure of her. This is a girl who looks at her broken city and grieves for it, but doesn't break. She's not the kind of person that would appreciate pity. She will want to know the truth. I can respect that. It has been in the range of a million years. It didn't all end. I, I point to the rest to to, to to the group. Life endured. Okay. Okay. So we need to get out of here so I can see the world my people died for. We will be humbled to show you. How did you find me? I wasn't there for it, and I indicate towards Tali and Lorelei. Those two found you. Uh, Lorelei just holds up her hands up and shows the marks on her hands. Septiva has a curious reaction. Her hands fly to her mouth, and her eyes grow wide, and her fins, which she has on her shoulder blades, flare out, and she goes, Oh, Oh, he's he's gone then. I know I know a little of how it works for you to have those marks. He died to save me. I he um he didn't look like he had long left. No. I'm translating. <laughs> I moved from ambassador to translator for the moment. And then she looks back at Eucharel. And then really looks and just goes, and he who knows, Lord Cavorus, he's gone too. I presume it, he is hard to pin down. She shakes her head and she goes, why did you find me? Because it looks like the world might be ending again and we need to figure out how to stop that. She nods to herself and then she straightens up into like a soldier's military rest and does something with her hand, which looks a bit like a salute, but isn't quite the same. And she says, I don't think we've been formally introduced. I am Septiva Sanctuavi, daughter of General Kylius of the last stronghold of the Deep Palace. And in my time, before the world ended, I was thought of as someone who might be able to stop it. And she turns her back 
on all of you, spreads her hand, and the ocean rises up at her gesture. Hey, it's Paige Dolby Evans, your game master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Corel, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Lorelei Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunkitpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunkitpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you can support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunkitpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.